How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer for Friday, April the 30th. It is the end of the week and the end of the month. Hopefully that's an exciting thing. And hey, we got lots of video game news to talk about, so let's jump into it. The first thing I'm gonna cover is the review embargo, which has now lifted for a game called Returnal. Now, this is going to be an exclusive for the PlayStation 5. Now, Returnal is a game from a company called Housemark, who you might remember from games like Dead Nation and Alienation. Uh, these are arcade-style shoot-em-ups. Rezogun was another one. And this is them kind of breaking out and doing their first AAA title, realistic graphics, 3D environment game. And the whole idea is that it is a roguelike in both mechanics and story. So it's all about a person who keeps crash landing onto a planet and in a very Groundhog Day fashion has to relive that moment every single time they, you know, traverse through the world and then die. Now, in terms of gameplay, there's a lot of things going on here. It's a third-person shooter bullet hell. It's obviously got the roguelike elements and it also has Metroidvania elements where you get new abilities over time. And then they've also got some narrative horror stuff going on. And then I've also seen some reviewers comparing it to uh, Dark Souls. And not just because of how difficult it is, which it is very difficult, but in terms of actual gameplay as well. Now, across the board, reviewers were pretty happy with this game. Uh, notably, they call it like a true next generation or I guess current generation title. They make use of a lot of really cool features. The haptic feedback on the controller is used really well. And, you know, taking it a step further, I actually found it pretty funny. The reviewers have a tough time nailing down what exactly makes the game so enticing for them. They generally like the gameplay and how it feels and how it progresses, but they spend most of their time describing the game rather than what parts of the game really stood out for them. I mean, there were a lot of props given to the story and how it kind of slowly unfolds over the course of the game, but I think the negatives of the game were much easier for them to nail down. One of them, of course, being that the game was very difficult, very punishing game, uh, the other negative was that sometimes it seemed like as you unlocked certain abilities, the beginning portions of the game became much easier, which makes sense for a Metroidvania, but when you're doing it for a roguelike, you kind of want there to be a challenge every step of the way. And then I would say another important thing is that some of these runs can go upwards of two hours long, and there's no saving. The only saving option is to put the game on pause and hope that the PlayStation Rest feature will actually work for you. Otherwise, though, like I said, people were really happy with it. And here's a good wrap-up from PlayStationLifestyle.net. Quote, Returnal is an essential PS5 title now and throughout the console's life. Housemark took the roguelike bullet hell formula and applied it to a AAA experience in a way that creates something exceptionally unique yet wholly familiar. Returnal is an engaging experience and narrative, gameplay, and player discovery consistently surprising on every level. End quote. So there you go. If you're interested in picking up an exclusive, uh, this is a good one. So Xbox released a pretty hefty blog post talking about their PC commitments in 2021. They announced that Halo Infinite is going to be supporting crossplay and cross-progression when it comes out this year on PC and Xbox. They're going to be working on implementing cloud streaming on PC devices, as we've known for a while. So it's not just going to be limited to mobile. And interestingly, they also reduced their revenue cut for developers on the Windows uh, Microsoft Store. So normally they took a 30% cut, they reduced it to a 12% cut. 
That's the same as what the Epic Game Store did when it first came out and what was so enticing about it for developers. And that's a really interesting one. Like, they're very clearly trying to compete with Steam on that. And this move is really going to entice developers to use the Microsoft Store as a platform. So I'll be curious to see what kind of shockwaves that makes and if anybody else is going to follow suit. Okay, and the last thing I'll mention here is that PlayStation also did some info dumping. The biggest thing is that they put out a 16-minute gameplay video for Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart. So if you're looking forward to that game, be sure to check it out. They also did a quick trailer for Subnautica Below Zero, which is the new Subnautica game. And finally, they announced that Among Us is going to be arriving on the PlayStation sometime in 2021. So much like its arrival on the Switch, they're trying to branch out a little more. Anyway, folks, that's everything I have for you today. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, I am going to be back tomorrow with a weekend variety show. Of course, back with the news on Monday. And until next time, happy gaming, everyone. Hey, everybody. TGO After Show. I think Returnal looks super, super cool. I remember when I first saw the trailer for it. I think it was actually last summer in one of those PlayStation events. And they did a tremendous trailer for that game. And I'm kind of sad that it's a PlayStation exclusive because I wish I could get my hands on it. Because roguelikes are, you know, totally my thing. And Metroidvanias, for that matter. And I think there's a lot of opportunity when it comes to more of these slower paced. And by slower paced, I mean longer uh, runs for a roguelike. From everything I've seen, Returnal is not slow paced. It's it's a bullet hell, right? You have to be on your toes constantly. But the fact that a run can be two hours long, that's not something you see so often. You know, a, a run in The Binding of Isaac can go 45 minutes to an hour on a, on a bad run. I think Hades is around a, a similar time frame if you manage to get all the way to the end with a good run. Enter the Gungeon is kind of the same. Rogue Legacy was not that long. So, you know, all of these are within like the half an hour to an hour range. And then there's games like, I think it was called West of Dead. Yeah, if you've never heard of it, there's this absolutely stunning game called West of Dead. The protagonist basically just looks like a ghost rider. He's got a flaming skull for a head. But it's a Wild West game. It's narrated by Ron Perlman. And it is like, it's got like a fascinating art style. But the runs are really long. Not in the beginning. You know, like any roguelike, you die really quickly while you get used to the game. But it's slower paced, it's tactical, and you could have a run go for a really, really long time. Of course, with saving options. But I found that really interesting. It was the first time I had kind of encountered that. And it let you stretch your legs a little bit, right? You got to not be so worried at every single corner. If things weren't going for you right now, then it was more likely that it would go better for you in like 15 minutes. But on the other hand, the reason why I stopped playing West of Dead was because once I had replayed the beginning level like 20 times, it took forever to get through that beginning level. And even though I was taking down all of the enemies really quickly, there was, the, the game could only go so fast. So, you know, the amount of progress that I was making was unfortunate. And I could definitely see that being an issue with a game like Returnal, right? Thankfully, from everything I was reading, the, the pacing seems pretty good. You get some new story elements. And, you know, that, that Metroidvania element of like, hey, here's a new ability which is going to let you do different things on these levels. 
that's going to be an important bit as well. The last thing I'll mention actually about this game, which I found really interesting, is the left trigger on the controller. Normally when you have a shooter, you have left trigger is aim and right trigger is shoot. But what they did is they had you do a half pull on the trigger and that was an aim. And then if you pulled the trigger all the way down to the bottom, you know, gripped it as tight as you can, then it would activate like your ultimate ability. And so it forces you to not pull your trigger all the way down. Otherwise, you might use your ultimate when you don't want to. And it basically for them, it just added like a button to the controller that nobody like that I've seen has really taken advantage of before. I'd be very curious to see how it feels in in your hand to only aim with with a half pull. I don't know. I thought that was a unique concept. Anyway, if you play the game, please do let me know what you think of it. That's all for now, folks. Thanks for being here. Till tomorrow. Farewell.